Welcome to The Unstoppable Show. I'm your host, Jenny Lane, and I'm here to help you become unstoppable in your small business so that you create a money-making brand that changes yours and your family's life for good. This show is perfectly suited to female entrepreneurs working from home, growing small profitable businesses in the online space. Let's dive in to this episode. You're listening to The Business Success Show with Jenny Lane. Tune in every week for practical advice, tips and tools to help you grow your online business in the right way to lead you quickly to success. And now, here's your host, Jenny Lane. Hey ladies, welcome to this episode and I am so excited today to be able to bring to the stage the amazing Claire at Woven Rainbow UK. Claire, it is absolutely great to have you here today. Oh, thanks for having me. (laughs) I have actually watched you, Claire, build your business over the past year and I have seen a lot of the um, a lot of the challenges that you've been through I've seen a lot of the wins that you have been through and I've also seen how quickly you've grown over the past year and you've done that whilst being a mum and I just think that your journey and your experiences would resonate with a lot of the ladies that are in my tribe and a lot of the ladies that are in your tribe um, many of whom are also mums trying to build businesses at the same time so we're going to dive right in because I would love you to be able to tell everyone who you are what you do and also why you decided to start um, building a creative business okay well um, I'm Claire (laughs) and um, I'm first of all I'm a mum I'm a mum of two boys and a wife Um, I gave up my job when I had my first um, and me and my hubby had always discussed like it and we'd said if at all possible I want to be able to stay at home when the kids are are young Um, and we were really lucky we were in a position to be able to do that Um, it got to a point I've struggled with my mental health for a long time and um, I did really well um, for a long time but then when I had children I think I kind of kind of lost myself I just put everything into being a mum I breastfed so they would like basically on me or with me for for you know the first two years um and um we had I had we had them quite quickly within 18 months we had two two children and um I got to a point where I was my youngest has got allergies and I was diagnosed with um severe anxiety and depression and it was all brought on from all the hospital visits and the rushed 999 ambulances to hospital with him and um it all just built up um and um I realised that I needed to do something for me um and I've always been creative but I've never actually found something that I kind of really loved so I stumbled upon a weaving uh, a weaving kit um, and I thought I'm going to give that a go Um, and I ordered it and um, 
I didn't haven't really looked back since then to be honest. I can um, see all of the I, amazing creations behind you on the wall and it's really interesting. Yeah, that it was just some your, of these are mine. Yeah. yeah, some of these are mine, but some of these are also other amazing artists because I've I just I just love supporting everybody. Um so yeah, it went from there. I ordered a little loom and started just I just wanted to create and I remember waiting for my loom to come and I was so obsessed I I, I I just wanted to do something so I used like the cur- all the curtain rings that we hadn't Did used you? and okay. I made loads of little wall hangings out of those really? um, oh, God. Yeah. but my walls started to fill up and then people <clears> started asking me like friends and family if they could buy things I was like oh you don't have to buy it you can just have it um but then um yeah then it got just got more and more and my brother said to encouraged me to open an Etsy shop um and it was literally a week after lockdown started I think and I I said to him this is ridiculous there's just no point me doing this and he said well what have you got to lose and I thought well nothing so I got my first 10 listings on and I was all really excited and then I didn't sell anything for (laughs) weeks and I, I rang my dad and I said to him do you mind just like ordering this? It was like really cheap. It was like a fiver. Do you mind just ordering this just to check that my Etsy's working? Because I haven't had any orders. <laughs> and it's that initial excitement you get yeah. when you open your Etsy shop and it's yeah. such a big thing. And yeah. It's like cricket. Yeah. And so, but I never forget being out on our one walk a day we were allowed during lockdown yeah. and um, noticing that I'd got my first order and it wasn't anybody I knew and it was such a thrilling oh, feeling. It was so thrilling. Um, I don't think anybody yeah. forgets that, do they? I don't think anyone forgets yeah. that first time where a message pops up on their phone or their iPad to tell them that they've got their first sale and, and that feeling that feeling kind of never really leaves you does it no absolutely every time every single time it's just it's just thrilling that somebody would want to spend money hard-earned money their hard-earned money on something that you've you know created and it it baffled me for a long time um, even now pe- when people want to buy things I just think wow that's just incredible yeah. that that you'd even want to and I think what's really interesting about you Claire that something that I really have such high regard for you with is first of all that you share about the mental health struggles that you have been through and I've obviously you know I've been part of that in a very small way over the last 12 months because you and I have spoken on occasion yeah and that you you're very open to sharing that and I think that that's a really important thing to do because I think a lot of the time that can some that can sometimes be something that business owners feel that they have to keep hidden because they think that it may make them look weak when in actual fact I think it actually is a real strength to show up and talk about your journey yeah. in that respect yeah I think when you're when you're in the online space especially with things like Instagram and you know and all those things and you see all these perfect 
videos and perfect yeah. pictures and people who just look amazing yeah. and everything's fantastic they drive me nuts claire <laughs> they drive me nuts yes exactly because it's not it's, it's not like it's not like no. it's not real and that's something that um i started doing when i first met you and we'd been going through the pla- the first planner um and about showing up on social media and I I just decided that I wanted to come and I wanted to try talking to people yes. um and that's what I've done in my stories and I've I've probably I've probably missed maybe four or five days in the 12 yeah. I've been doing it nearly 12 months and I've probably missed four or five days and that's it um and so many people message me saying I hear you I'm in exactly the same position and I you know and we talk about it and I think that I think that it's good for people to know that they're not alone and so many people so many mums are small business owners and they show up and they are making and they're doing their business all the time and because it's not like a nine to five you're constantly you've constantly got that you go to bed at night you're like oh my gosh I've got those five orders that I need to do and it's like it's hard and it is tough and um I think that what I wanted to, I just want to let everybody that is listening know that one of the things that Claire does, which is what you've just mentioned every day, which I think has been a really, um, I think it has been really successful for you, but I think it's also enabled people to know, like, and trust you and, and, and just want to see more of you, is that Claire will show up literally every morning and sometimes she's sat in her dressing gown having a cuppa and she Claire literally will get on camera in her stories and she'll just chat and that chat will not just be about business it will be about life it will be about things that you've got going on with the children it will be about things that you've got coming up it will be about you shouting out other female business owners in the online space and just showing up and being very real and honest and I love the word authentic because I think that that authenticity is something that is such a massive contributor to our success but so many people shy away from for fear of being judged and you've just gone all in all guns blazing all in showing up every single day like you've said bar a few days with your cup of tea and having your cup of tea and a chat yeah and that's the thing when I first started showing my face on camera I went out I bought makeup I bought makeup I bought eyeliner and I was all like wouldn't show my face unless I had full makeup on and then I thought to myself why am I this isn't me when was the last time I actually wore makeup I don't I just don't you know very occasionally and that's what I decided I decided to just show up and be me and I have made so many people friends I know they are I really would call them true friendships online. I've never, never met them. And some of them I probably never will because they're the other side of the world. But they're people who I, tr- who I trust with, you know, yeah, must, and I think, you know, if I need to talk. And, yeah, I think, that yeah. I think that that also comes from, from you and who you are. Because, yeah. you, you know, you are, you are the first person that I have brought into my business and into my tribe to do this sort of a, a get together and a collaboration and I did that because I like the I like the honesty of you and I like I really love your compassion for other people and um, you know that that comes across in you and in your business and 
I think that counts for a huge amount in this day and age when there's so much misinformation and, um, you know, people showing up online and not really being a true reflection of who they are and who their life really is. So I know that yeah. you have been through, I know you had a really busy year, but what have been, if you had to pick a few, what have been your biggest challenges but also your big, biggest successes over the past year? Have, have you got any that come to mind? I think for my business as a whole, the, the, the biggest thing was actually finding my niche, finding that thing that sets me apart from yeah. everyone else. Yeah. Um, particularly in the fibre community and so many other other kind of it's particularly like crafty businesses yes. they like with crochet and weaving and everything's kind of similar because the techniques are the same the knots yep. are the same in macrame and I really wanted to find something that was just different so um finding that the shape like the shapes thing yeah. I call it the shapes thing um that was a huge turnaround for me my entire year's plan had to change because I had it all mapped out what I was going to do for the whole year I had 12 months of kits that I was going to do and release with different macrame patterns and loads of different things I had it all mapped out and then I, I did a couple of posts of these shapes and everything just took off and what shapes my were they Claire can you can you share what, can you share what shapes they were what sh my first ever shape was a rocket yeah a rocket ship my friend asked me to do okay that was the year that was the the year that's when I realized that I could do shapes yeah and then um the hummingbird and yeah. the bee yeah and then I did yeah. dino those were like the first and people are oh oh my gosh I love them and I was like oh my gosh the bee was just one them. of my favorites ever when I saw your bee yeah. it just was like it was so unbelievably cute but also the yeah. thing that I love about love about what you do with your weaving is that you push the boundaries a little bit so can you tell our audience about a couple of like the really unusual shapes that you've done that you might have thought wouldn't have done very well but in actual fact they've done really well yeah the the first one um was um a uterus i remember yes. that so well yeah she said and i had this message in my dms and she says i was wondering if you could make me a uterus and i was like <laughs> Oh, a uterus. And then we talked about it and um, she was the midwife and she wanted it for on her workroom That's wall. That's amazing. Um, and I said, yeah, I'll do it. I will do it. I would love to. Um, and yeah, it was just the most amazing experience. Yeah. Um, so I made that. And then when I showed that, I had lots of messages from people telling me about why something like that would mean a lot to them yeah. I mean I've had miscarriages myself and yeah. I and when I was making that I, it came to actually represent oh. me as well as what she wanted it to be that it was really special to me Claire, I didn't know that that connection yeah. was amazing yeah and so so it was really special um and then I put a post out just say because I wanted to make more but I didn't want to just make them yeah I wanted them to mean something so I opened up a few spaces um and um I said to people you know reach out and it was just truly special having the conversations with people 
people about why they wanted them and what it actually meant to them. Um, it was it was just really special, and every single one of those that I've made has meant something oh, to somebody that's and so deeply. And that for me is like so special. Um, and and once about... I've done that, yeah. sorry, no, no, carry on. on. No, no, go on, go on, go on. So after that, um, somebody who knew the lady who'd had the original uterus asked me if I could do a placenta, yeah, and that was the most. That was the most, that's probably the, I say crazy, like the craziest thing that somebody's ever come to me and said. Um, and I remember we had bunk beds upstairs for the kids. And I was literally, the kids, because it was lockdown, the kids were playing with the beds. They were getting all the mattresses off and sliding down. And I was like, leave me alone. I've just got to talk to this woman. So I was, I was messaging her. And I had this vision developing my head as I was talking to her. And... I, I remember saying to her, I will make this for you, but I don't know whether it's going to look like a placenta, but I'm going to try. I'm, I can do my best. That's all I can do. And she was like, I am up for that. So she ordered it and I did a bit of testing with the ideas that I'd had. And the idea kind of developed as I went through. There were a couple of things that didn't work, but actually what did work worked so well and when I sat back and I took pictures of it and I looked at them I felt so proud oh, because I, I I just felt I looked at it I was like that is a placenta yeah. oh my goodness honestly Claire, when it. you when you posted about that on your Instagram it, I just I really wanted to just applaud not just you but the people and the ladies that that wanted those designs and also yeah. for you to not be frightened about doing something that was different and doing something that was outside the box because I think yeah. a lot of the time as business owners we we fear that we feel fear stepping out of our comfort zone and we fear stepping outside the box and we feel fear the judgment that we might get from other people as a result of yeah. stepping outside the box but the fact that you actually did it and it meant so much to you and you had such a connection to those things as yeah. well as the people yeah. that would end up with those products uh, is, is just incredible and it just shows the power of stepping outside the box and not being afraid to do yeah. something a little bit different brilliant yeah. I just think yeah. it's brilliant and what about the um what about the challenges that you've had? What have kind of been your biggest challenges over maybe the past 12 months? Um, I think the, the the first one is actually once things got really busy. Um, I remember was, that point. It was like planning my time. <laughs> and that is the big thing. And I... Um, because I'd, I'd had this plan in my head and I'd used, I'd used your planner... And I'd planned it all. Uh, but then in January, everything changed. The whole thing changed. And I, and I, yeah, it was a bit overwhelming. I just threw myself because we were still in lockdown. The kids were around most of the time. I was working till about midnight most nights because most of my work was done in the evenings. Yeah. Um, but then I, it was just juggling the time. Um, and I think we had a conversation and you were like, you just need to block your day, block yeah. your day. Yeah. So get all your time, give yeah. yourself how, like how long you're going to do this. And then when you're going to have a break and when you're going to do this. And I did that. And I still do that now. Um, I've got a, a 
book I either use a book or I've got a pad with like my days on and yeah. I'll be like right this is what I've got to get done today right. I need that done by Friday right. um so that was actually going to yeah. be like my next question was about whether you do still actually work to any sort of schedule where you have specific times to work on specific things and if and obviously you've just said that you do and do you think that that has really do you think that that has just helped to sort of keep you calmer in your business day by day, knowing that you've got that schedule? It definitely does. Um, it definitely does. Um, I, I, I need to know that I can get things done yeah. and I know kind of how long things are going to take. Yeah. So if I plan it in advance, I can look at it and I look at it and I know that I've got that time to do what I need to do um so this week I'm working on my launch for Friday which is my fiber packs and a Christ- my Christmas things so I've given myself um like two hour sections throughout the day nice. to do making photographing listings and I'm at, on everything's ready I've just got to finish photographing the things I've finished today okay. um and it's being organised takes the stress away yeah. uh, out of it. And also, can I just say, uh, my, I'm pretty sure I'm right on this. You're like you like me at the moment. You're a solopreneur, so everything that gets done in your business predominantly gets done by you. Is that is that is that? Yeah, right? my yeah. husband helps with the design of frames. He okay. does the computer <clears throat> stuff on that. But yeah, yeah, everything, everything else. Is yeah, you? is yeah. Whilst you've got is. two children in the in the mix as well yeah bless him and at the moment it's it's the illnesses when you have to have them off school and your day gets turned upside down because they're here but yeah but having a structured plan allows allowed me this week because Arthur was off school on Monday um but so I had to focus on him but because I'd planned stuff I was able to just say right I'm gonna move that until this spot where I'd given myself an hour to do nothing whatever and so I've managed to get it all done I think that's the power of planning and and having you know any sort of little schedule where you set out in advance what your week is going to look like and from my perspective and my own experience, you know, you know that I do that because I obviously sell my yeah. planner. But so I, I block time my schedule just like you do yeah. with military precision, yeah. really, on a Sunday normally. Yeah. Um, and But it doesn't mean that that schedule always goes to plan, because just like with Arthur and you, there are things that will come up in, in my day to day life that impact the schedule but the benefit of having it there is exactly what you've just said which is that you at least can look at that schedule and think right something else has come up that is a priority that I've got to deal with i.e my my little boy's poorly so today I have to make room for that and I can move something on my schedule to somewhere else without it completely overwhelming me and flooring me and then sending me into a tailspin thinking when am I going to get that done and I think that that is the benefit that I found with with planning as well absolutely yeah yeah I do agree it's not like me to be so calm the day before a launch it's just not like me at all and yeah my mum was talking to me she's like oh I thought you had a launch like tomorrow I was like I have she's like oh yeah you're very calm that kind of just shows me how far you've come in your business journey which is completely amazing do you ever get like mum guilt Claire because I know that this is something that you know, I think a lot of mums feel guilty 
all the time about different things anyway, whether they've got jobs or whether they're building businesses on the, on the side or whether they're in their business full time. Do you ever get mom guilt or is that something that you make sure that you don't you don't take on board and let impact no. you? No, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, no. Good. I don't. And I think the the thing for me is I always make sure when my children are around, I, f- I focus on them. Yeah. Um, and um, I know that, and they know that what I'm doing allows us to go and do things, allows me to buy them a toy, you know, if they've been really good or take them to the cinema. So, like, the six weeks holidays, um, I... Because before, Hubby was earning the money. I was looking after the kids, um, which is fine. Um, but if we wanted to do anything, I'd have to say to him, oh, can I, can, do you mind transferring me some money so that we can do this? But I was able, everything that we did... And now the kids are, like, over three. You have to pay for them to go into everywhere. But all of the trips and things we did, I didn't have to ask him for any money oh, at all. I've paid for my own car oh, insurance like, for the first time. It's really empowering when you I just think it's so empowering when you feel that way you know that and that that is one of the real huge wins and successes that we can get from our businesses if we just stick with it for long enough I'm so pleased absolutely but my my oldest Henry whenever he hears a (laughs) ka-ching on my phone he'll run up to you and go mummy you've made a sale and like it's like they're excited as well because they they know um and Arthur as well he helped me pack all my orders on Monday when he wasn't very well and I said to him right mommy's got to get some orders packed today um so we'll do this and then we'll sit and watch some telly and we'll do this so it was lovely because they kind of they I don't know. They understand what I'm doing yeah. and they understand why I'm doing yeah. it as well. I think that's amazing. So cool. I think yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, thank you, really. I also but, just want to yeah. touch very quickly on something that you have said that that I think is really important and resonates because you know that one of the things that I'm always doing when I'm showing up and talking to female entrepreneurs is I, 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 I'm often saying, look, this is a journey and it's going to be a long journey and you've got to have patience and persistence and commitment. And you've got to you've got to realize that this is not jump into the online space one day and have massive success the next day. It's going to require commitment. It's going to require dedication. It's going to require you working during hours that you maybe wouldn't really want to be working. And one of the things that you've said is how actually there are there are times when you're up until midnight working on your business in order to get done the things that you have got to get done and I think that that is one of the I think that that is one of the fundamentally important aspects of being very clear about what what running a business is like it is not like you don't choose like you've already said that nine till five that commitment can sometimes be still up at midnight when everyone else is asleep doing the stuff that you've got to do to meet your obligations your commitments and your to-dos yeah absolutely definitely it's I, i when the kids are at school i really do try and have i have the time that they're at school to try and get things done um sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't because sometimes it's just motivating yourself yeah. when you're at, when you work at home it's it's getting that motivation Absolutely. um but so if i've had a 
not a very productive day I have to get it done sometime yeah. and yet you know so yeah I but if if everything's going right because I actually weave because I love it yes. I enjoy it so I like to have time to work on new things um so yeah I've got I've got a design that I'm working on at the moment um nobody's seen this before but I'm wanting to do like a shoe that <laughs> but is... I haven't had time to do anything so you what Claire if you're listening to this what Claire has just shown us is pretty much a Jimmy Choo shoe that is do you a... know it, it is actually a Jimmy Choo shoe is it a Jimmy it Choo shoe that... my husband bought me some for our first anniversary oh, and that's and what that is he said to me, "Right, I'm do I'm doing this frame for you. I want you to recreate them." I went, "All right, then let's so do it." So that's <laughs> like another uh, again, yet another product that you're creating that you have a very close connection with. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, I think absolutely. I think there are people that are going to love to do that that Jimmy Choo shoe. Yeah, yeah. I, it's funny. It's just all these different. The world is your oyster when you when you kind of when you're creative just think it just go for it and just try and do it and how do you choose like so for like your jimmy choo shoe how how will you choose your like your color mix for that will it be based on the original and the real shoes or will you go some other route with it i'm thinking of doing two and one is going to be based on the actual beautiful shoes um, that I haven't worn since my 30th birthday because now I'm a mum. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. I'm 53. <laughs> Heels have gone out the window for me too, Claire. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, then I'm thinking something nice and bold and colourful. So I'm thinking I've got a few of the designs in my head as well for shoes. So I might, Fantastic. I might yeah. This is a first look inside my brain at this idea. I think, well, I think that this is a range that may well expand out from shoes to, you know, to Jimmy, to maybe Chanel handbags and all, all sorts yeah, of things you know, like that, you know. So the, the, the sky's the limit with that kind of yeah. type of design, isn't it? Have you yeah. got like, um, have you got, first of all, what are your goals for the future? Have you got kind of your eye on the bigger picture? And because I know you've done so much in the past year, which includes you do custom makes for people, one-off makes, you do your other um, makes that you go, that go into your Etsy. Then you put together your fiber packs and launch those so that people can actually buy the fiber packs with the frames to make their own designs. And yeah. uh, and obviously all of that information is over on Claire's. I'm going to say your Instagram because it's a, an easy place to find you, which yeah. is at Woven Rainbow UK. But what have you got plans? Any sort of plans for the future? Bigger, bolder, more, or are you at the sort of stage now where you're thinking, no, I'm happy with where I'm at, and this is I'm just going to keep growing on this. I am. I am very happy where I am. Um, I want to develop some maybe video tutorials yeah. um for like how to warp one of my frames um i did some zoom sessions um middle of last year which were fab um, and i really enjoyed doing those um but it's just managing the having the time yes. to actually do those yes. so i think that the way that I might go is like little video tutorials yes. possibly I, we, um, we've spoken about this in the past haven't yeah. we you and I about the the zoom and the, yeah you know how to how to put that together in a way that is going to be 
of benefit to the people that are buying your fiber packs for example but also of enough benefit to you that you're not then constantly tied up with zoom calls to the point where it takes you away from your makes and i think that you know having those little pre-made video tutorials could be a really valuable way for you to you know bolt that onto your fiber packs for example for sure yeah yeah definitely but i i do at the moment i just love where i'm at and the way that it all works and i feel comfortable um i think you just have to to enjoy that i think sometimes when you get to that stage where you feel you know i'm really happy with where i'm at I think we sometimes feel the pressure to then have to go, okay, what's next, what's next, what's next? When in actual fact, I think what you're doing, which is pausing maybe just a little bit to enjoy where you're at and what you've got control over and what you're comfortable with, I think that should be really part of the journey. And I don't think many people maybe give thought to that. So it's really interesting that you've said that. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's... I just sit back and I look at everything and I think, yeah, I'm quite happy. I'm quite happy at Good. the moment with the way everything I'm is. So, so yeah. You deserve yeah. it. You've worked so hard. Oh. You deserve it. Can you give me, we're going to start winding up because I don't want to keep you um, too much longer, but I would love you to finish. I'm going to put you on the spot now. <laughs> don't panic. <laughs> Actually, I want to do, I want, can I just finish with two things? The first thing is, yeah. Can you can you give any advice or any tips to um, our audience about how you balance taking care of your mental health alongside being as extraordinarily busy as you are with your business and with family? I think the main the main thing is to make sure that you do have some time to relax a little bit I give myself 20 minutes every day to sit it's usually I usually it's after usually after I've dropped the kids off at school I'll come home I'll make my coffee and I'll just sit and just chill I try and clear my mind sometimes it doesn't work but just yeah just having that little bit of time for yourself um and it doesn't I guess it doesn't matter when it is as long as you just have that little bit of time um yeah I I always say like I I I don't get much time to myself but I, I mean I do get time to myself because the kids are at school in the week but I'm always doing like busy doing something um so just having that quiet time to try and relax your brain just for 10 minutes even if it's just 10 minutes just to relax I try and do that every day and what about Um, if you have situations where you feel that you're you are the overwhelm is coming and you can feel the anxiety kicking off and you you kind of think that you're maybe going kind of downwards instead of in this nice balanced place do you have moments like that and when you do is there anything any action that you take in order to not keep going so far down that it just floors yeah. you yeah 
Yeah, I've, I do. And I've had it a lot over the past really six, six, 12 months. Actually, I've had it a lot. I was, I was on some medication that was, was, I was actually having a reaction to and the right. reaction to this medication was severe anxiety, right. <laughs> so, um, which was just not good. awful. Yes. Um, but I could, I kept feeling it having those times where I was spiraling. Yes. And what I eventually did, um, apart from changing the medication, which is fine, um but I actually just started talking about talking about how I was feeling um and again talking in my morning chats talking just letting it out even though I pre-record it and I know that I'm not having an actual conversation with somebody one-on-one just letting it out and being open about it rather than bottling up all those feelings it's really interesting um, when you say that when you say that you you pre-record it and and it's not like you're having a one-on-one conversation um for a long time I used to think to myself is she actually showing up and doing this like you know recording and dropping it straight into her stories and just constantly doing it almost like like live there and then and then I I I think I heard you mention somewhere that that you actually sit and pre-record and what I found really uh, amazing about that was that it is actually like you're showing up and having a conversation one-on-one, Claire. Yeah. You know, you connect that well when you're showing up with those chats in your stories. Yeah. It is like you're having a one-on-one. But you've you found that helpful, just being open and sharing. That's brilliant. Yeah, just letting letting it out rather than bottling it up is a big thing. Absolutely. Um, but make but the, actually the main thing if you are really struggling is to talk talk to a medical professional. Because um, I didn't know that my symptoms were actually a reaction. I'd been on the medication for two years, yeah. um, and it just been getting worse and worse, yeah. and didn't realise. So, there yeah. are that I know a lot of. I know a lot of ladies that are my followers and that are in my tribe have have very similar experiences to you, myself included, because actually when I became perimenopausal, there's a bit of a gap between us, Claire. (laughs) But when I became perimenopausal, one of the things that kicked off for me massively was anxiety. It, It absolutely floored me. And at that point in time, this was probably about six years ago now, at that point in time, I was out on the road traveling to clients day by day. And I remember sitting in my car outside of clients' premises and not knowing how I was going to be able to get out of the car and go in to see that client whilst my levels of anxiety were as as, as flooring as they were. Yeah. And it could actually have it could also it could almost have brought me to reclusiveness because it was so bad. For me, the the journey was different because what happened for me in that situation was I went to see um, a specialist in hormones and I ended up slapping some HRT patches on my backside and that brought, brought me back to balance. But I think that you're absolutely right. I think a lot of people live with this overwhelming anxiety and depression and other mental health issues every day. And they are fearful about talking about it, first of all, and they also, for whatever reason, put off going and seeking the help that is actually out there. And just like you with your anxiety meds, it took a while to get my hormone meds right. You know, it's it's a little bit of trial and error to get these things right and balanced. But if you get it right, it can help bring you back to that feeling like you're able to live again. 
Absolutely, yeah. I, I, a few weeks ago, I realised that I didn't remember a time where I hadn't had that that angst, that feeling of anxiety here, and it was just it was crippling for yes, so long. Absolutely, understand and, that. Yeah, but now I don't. I haven't had it for weeks. I'm, I've probably had a couple of days where I was like worried about Henry, um, but yeah, it it's just totally different now and there is help out there and yeah. you don't need to suffer you yeah. just don't need to suffer oh, you need to absolutely just talk to somebody absolutely. i'm really help. pleased yeah. as well that you have found you know the way back to just feeling like you know you, you it's it's a lot more yeah. manageable so let's yeah. wrap up because i've kept you longer than i should have done um can we finish with have you got like maybe three tips that you can give to other female entrepreneurs that are in the online space working really hard to try and grow their businesses to success? Got anything that you just want? I know I'm putting you on the spot here. Anything you want to throw into the mix about what you think works well or mindset stuff or stuff about being a creative biz owner? The first, the first and most important thing is to believe in yourself mm. and to not put yourself down and to believe. I'm, because I firmly believe if you believe that you can do something, you can do it. Absolutely. Because that's what I've done. Absolutely. Oh, Chris is like six months and you're going to have to get a job. I was like, right then, better get cracking. <laughs> and that's the thing, you know, you've got to believe deep down that you are worth it and you can do it anything that you set your mind to you can do it Absolutely. as long as you believe in yourself yeah. that's the that's the biggest thing um treat others how you would want to be treated i think that's so important um and be just be you don't put on a facade and just be as natural as you can if you're comfortable being that person just be you um because that at the end of the day that's what people want they want if they're they're in a community they want to know you they want to know who you are and being authentic you know just being you know saying it as it is and treating others with respect I think I think people that's just I, I think that's really I think that's really insightful because I think that we still see a lot of fake online but I think that actually what most people want is real connection connection with the real you to know the real you to know that you're showing up authentically and I think that that is the thing that helps to build relationships which you know the proof is in you because you've already said first of all you know you've grown your business so so brilliantly in a very short period of time but also you've made some real friends through through that process you know yeah absolutely (laughs) Claire I I I just I love you for being here today I I truly appreciate your time Uh, it has just been you know, it brings me joy to see your journey, like it does with all of all of the ladies out there. But, you know, your journey has been quite an exceptional one because you've grown so quickly. You've had to manage so much. You've had to step up much more quickly and into things yeah. that maybe other female entrepreneurs get to go at a slightly slower pace. And you've done it as a mum with two young boys and as a wife. 
and um, and with the mental health issues that you've spoken about. And I truly appreciate you giving me the time here today. And um, I am sure um, our respective audiences will thoroughly enjoy watching and listening to this as much as I have enjoyed being here with you today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. No problem, Claire, and I will catch you again real soon. Girl, thanks for showing up, being here and tuning into this episode. I appreciate you. Remember to subscribe so that you'll receive a notification when more episodes go live. And why not share this podcast with another female business owner who you know will get value from being here. I want you to stay on your business. I want you to stay committed to your business. I want you to become unstoppable in your business. And I'll catch up with you for more business success tips real soon. Take care. Bye for now.